0: You're listening to the K-Culture Podcast. We're a global church community with a vision aiming to create a culture of heaven on earth to see the good news of Jesus Christ transform all lives. We stream every Sunday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Today's message comes from Pastor Moni. We hope you enjoy the message. This is value number two we're going to be talking about today, which is discipleship is our purpose. Second value of uh, k Culture Church is discipleship is our purpose. So what is discipleship, right? Discipleship is how you follow Jesus. The, so the purpose of our church is to get every single follower of Jesus to understand that practicing. Um, in order to be transformed, we have to practice the ways of Jesus um, daily, we desire for all followers of Jesus to practice becoming Christ-like every single day. Um, and so, in, in the Gospels, Jesus had another name. His name was Rabbi, and Rabbi means teacher. They called him teacher because he had students, right? Um, and that concept still is relevant in today's society for today believers, right? We are students of Jesus. Um, It's this Greek word called um, matheteus, right, which means follower or student or even apprentice of Jesus. So these students of Jesus would follow him. There is about 120 of them. They would follow him around from village to village, trying to be like the rabbi Jesus Himself, And so I don't want to use the word follow because I believe it's lost its weightiness because of social media. So the better word to use for um, our context here is student. Right. Are you a student of Jesus? Uh, not not just a believer, but a student of Jesus. And so once you understand that you are a student, um, you'll understand what discipleship is. Um So discipleship, like I said earlier, is the way we become like Jesus. It takes practice. Not a lot of people understand this, but it takes practice. To be a great musician, it takes practice. To be a great athlete, it takes practice. To be a doctor, you got to go through um, residency and you got to practice to be a doctor. Now we're talking about Jesus, right? So in order to be like Jesus, it takes practice. Now, I didn't say you have to work up. Work, do something and be saved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying this comes after believing in Jesus. You have to practice his ways daily in order to become like him, right? And so in our current state, we're not going to be perfect. We're not going to be like him. We're not going to be glorified. But sanctification is this transformation of looking like Jesus each and every day. So I love this because it puts the responsibility on you and I. It puts the responsibility on you to be like Jesus, Uh, not on someone else. It's not your discipleship teacher. It's not leadership development. It's not mentorship. It's the responsibility you take each and every day to look more and more like Jesus, right? So it's us taking ownership to be Christ-centered. So how does discipleship work? This is the question we're going to be answering today. Um, And this is important because uh, becoming like Jesus requires full devotion. It really does. Um, And so the first thing that we have to understand when we um, talk about discipleship is this, that uh, we must be willing to give up everything. That's where it starts. That's where discipleship starts. Um, If you want to look like Jesus, if you want to become like Jesus every day, The first thing you got to do is you have to give up everything, right? Jesus wants continual devotion, right? Uh, Luke 14, 26. Uh, This passage is uh, very scary uh, when you read it for the first time. Uh, It's Jesus talking to his students and he tells them this. He says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children And brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple, right? So Jesus says, you have to be willing to give up everything in order to be my disciple, my follower, my student, my apprentice. Um, And so this teacher, I love Jesus when he starts teaching because his whole point is to make you think about what you're about to do, right? And he makes these students think about becoming Like him, and he says, Listen, you have to give up everything in order to be my student. Um, So it's not a prayer. That's not what makes you a disciple. It's not coming to the altar, Um, it's not you raising your hand and saying yes to Jesus. What makes you a disciple is when you first understand what it means the cost of discipleship, which is to leave everything and follow. Jesus. Um, So why is this important? This is important because we become what we idolize. We become what we idolize. Uh, Whatever you're looking at, whatever you're um, fighting for right now, whatever you want to be is what you'll end up becoming. And because Jesus understands this, he tells the students, see, in order to become me, you have to idolize me. Like I have to be the most important thing in your life. Um, so it's only when you surrender all things, including your life, that Jesus can be your identity. We talk about Jesus becoming our identity. Well, the only way that Jesus can become your identity is when you leave everything and follow him to look like him, to model him, to be like him every single Day hey, so what is discipleship, right? All this I say because of this one point. Discipleship is the process of going from a self-centered lifestyle to a Christ-centered lifestyle. That's all discipleship is. Each and every day when we model the way of Jesus, when we practice the way of Jesus, what we're, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get out of our self-centeredness, which is still possible even after believing in Jesus. Right, and we're trying to get to Christ likeness, Christ centeredness. Right, so there's a lot of things that could get in the way family can get in the way, husband, wife, friend, um, career, um, money, um, your own goals and desires. Right, and Jesus says, Well, you can't, you can't want that and me. Right, so he says to his students, He says, In order to be Christ-centered, in order to look like me, you have to idolize me more than all things. In Mark um, chapter 1, verse 16 through 20 in the NIV, um, Jesus calls his first disciples. um, So the scripture says this, As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they left their nets and followed him. I want to look at two things here. The first thing I want to look at is um, fishing for people, right? Basically, what he's trying to tell these guys is, I will make you like myself, just like I came here to fish for you, right? When you get When you get done, the goal here on earth is to look like me and fish for others the way that I fished for you. The second thing I want to look at is this, right? So it says, the Bible says they left their nets and followed him, right? It didn't say they took their nets with them. It says they left their nets and followed him again we see this importance of leaving everything behind in order to be a disciple of Jesus a follower of Jesus a student of Jesus right these disciples desired looking like Jesus more than they did the nets that they were casting in the sea of Galilee for fish right they desired fishing for people more than they did fishing for their daily bread right and so as hard as a concept this is Uh, Jesus wants us to understand that in our transformation, um, in this process of discipleship, that it it starts with him, that we have to actually want to model him and practice his ways um, in order to be his disciples. There's another passage in Mark chapter 8, verse 34 through 35. um, And um, the Bible says this, then he called the crowd to him along with his disciples. Now watch how it says that, right? He called the crowd to him along with his disciples. So we know here that crowds can come to Jesus. Anybody can come to Jesus. But to be a disciple is a different ball game, right? And that's what we're trying to be. So, um, so he calls the crowd to him along with the disciples. Whoever wants to be my disciples, right? So he's standing next to his students and he's like, if you want to be like these guys in the crowd that came to him. If you want to be like these guys, he says, you must deny yourself and take up their their cross, right? And follow me, right? He, he says, you must take up your cross and follow me, follow me. You must deny yourself everything that you desire and follow me because these guys next to me, these students of mine, these disciples, these apprentices of Me, right? What they did is they left their families behind. They left their businesses behind. They left everything they had behind in order to look like me. So he tells the crowd, it's not just about you coming to me, it's about you wanting to look like me, right? This whole idea of coming and becoming, right? Some people stay at the coming stage where they're just believers. Where Jesus is like, no, I don't want you to just come to me. I want you to become me. And that's what discipleship is. Um, so we see the crowd coming, but we see the disciples becoming, right? Um, so what saves our lives is becoming like Jesus. And this is why, right? Jesus says, um, you know, he that tries to save his life will lose it. And he that tries to lose his life for my sake will find it. So the best way you could save your life is not actually trying to find your life. It's by giving it all up. For the sake of Jesus. And when you do that, and when you model the way of Jesus, practice the way of Jesus, when discipleship becomes your lifestyle, you'll begin to know what life is. In John 10, 10, Jesus says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But he says that I have come to give you life and life abundantly. If you want that abundant life, the first thing you got to do is sacrifice the life that you're currently living, just like these disciples um, so the second thing you got to do. So first, you got to give up your life, right? The second thing you got to do is this. You got to walk by the Spirit. And so Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 17. Let's all turn over to Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 17. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want, right? And so this is Paul telling the church of Galatians, right? He says to them, you must walk by the Spirit in order to um, stay away from gratifying the flesh. So one way that we could stop gratifying the flesh is by walking by the Spirit. Right? So you could be a believer of Jesus, but if you're not walking by the Spirit, you're, you, you might still be in your old state, in your old nature, right, while still claiming to be a believer. So we give everything up. And then when we begin to walk by the Spirit, the desire of the flesh is no longer in us. Um, so we will no longer desire self-centeredness. We will begin to desire Christ-centeredness. When we walk by the Spirit. Uh, The second thing is the Holy Spirit is our helper. He really is. That's why I love discipleship is because you are allowed to be with the Spirit daily. Not whenever you feel like it. Not when life gets hard. You know, we always want to pray when life gets hard. But Jesus was in the Spirit at all times. And that's what it means to be a disciple. That's one practice of Jesus, what he did. And so why is this important? Because you cannot look like Jesus on your own. You can't. You need the help of the Holy Spirit. The reason the Holy Spirit is inside of you is to guide you through the transformation process in order for you to look like um, Christ. John 14, 26, Jesus says this to his students, his followers. He says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. He says to them, he's your helper. Not only that, but he reminds you my teachings, right? So how can we become like Jesus if we don't know the teachings of Jesus, right? How can we be true disciples of Jesus if we don't understand what he did, right? So we have the word of God, but for us to understand the word of God, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. And when the help, of, when the Holy Spirit helps us to understand the word of God, then we can apply it in our lives, right? And uh, and He says, he'll, "He'll remember you of my teachings." And um, another reason why the Holy Spirit is important in walking in the Spirit, um, it produces the characteristics of Jesus in you, right? Um, The goal in in your discipleship process is to have these fruits that look like Jesus, right? So in Galatians, same chapter, uh, chapter five, verse 22 to 23, a very famous passage, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, um, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That is the reason for discipleship. This is the reason for discipleship. So that we can have the fruits of Jesus. But you can't have the fruits of Jesus unless the Holy Spirit produces that out of you. um, So so when we are followers of Jesus, right? Not only are we giving everything up to be disciples or followers of him, students of him. But we also make the decision to walk by the Spirit daily, right? That's where the true transformation takes place, right? You, you can even give up stuff and not walk by the Spirit and it be a, a religion to you. What makes you become transformed is walking by the Spirit. And so we said, we said giving up everything, we said walking by the Spirit, and this one last thing, right? Being fruitful, right? This whole idea of making disciples, making other followers of Jesus. Well, if we're not practicing it ourselves, there is no way we can make other followers of Jesus, other disciples. And in John fifteen four, 4, um, Jesus says this to his students. He says, abide in me, right? And I in you. So the teacher is saying, you want to look like the teacher? get connected to the teacher in all of his ways. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Jesus was saying, you have to be so connected to me that you begin to look like me in order for others to see you so that you can model the way I walk to them because you've become that. This, this crazy concept of, of becoming like Jesus so that others can see your life and try to be followers as well, right? So you go from this stage of student to teacher so that others could follow the same step. And so the vine is Jesus, right? The vine is Jesus, the teacher. The branches, that's us, the believers, the followers, the students, the apprentices, right? And then the fruit. What's the fruit? The fruit is those that we are bringing to the kingdom of God, those that we are discipling to and making uh, followers of Jesus. And so it's very important that we abide in the vine in order to produce fruits as the branch. This is what our church desires, right? Discipleship is our purpose. This is what we want to see people doing. This is what the standard is. This is what we want to become like. We want to be Christ-like. This is our purpose. We want to model his way. We want to give up everything to follow him. And we want to be fruitful. And we want to walk by the spirit as well. um, And allow the Holy Spirit to transform us each and every day. Um, And this is the command that Jesus has given us. To go and make disciples. And um, we just went through the process of um, becoming a student, a disciple of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to me. I hope this blesses you. I hope this challenged you and um, I hope to see you again um, next week. But before we leave, let me go ahead and um, pray for us. Uh, Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much. Uh, Thank you for all that you are doing in our community. And God, today we learned about discipleship and what discipleship is. Um, It's it's way greater than a class. It's way greater than mentorship or or leadership development. Discipleship, Lord, is looking like Jesus each and every day, looking like you each and every day. So, God, I pray that you allow your people to understand the cost of discipleship. I pray that you allow your people to understand what it means to walk by the Spirit, Lord. and, And God, help us be fruitful so others could hear this good news and model the way of the Savior, the way of the teacher. We love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed Sunday.